0: Welcome to the Engineering Emotions and Energy Podcast, where you can relax, recharge, and reconnect. And now, your host, Justin Wink. Today, I'm talking about being your own truth detector. Let me ask you a question. How open are you to new information? Or are you only open to new information if it comes from a Supposedly trusted source or trusted authority. And let me ask you a follow-up question. How do you know that that source is to be trusted or that it is an authority? Where did that authority come from? From what I've noticed, that authority, that uh, arbitration ability has been self-appointed usually. If you go back that authority at some point said, I'm the authority of this matter. And people said, okay. And usually as time goes on, it just gets more and more credible. So am I saying don't pay attention to authorities or people that claim that they have the truth of a situation? Absolutely not. That would be uh, silly and that would probably take too much time. But if you're too married uh, or too too stuck on, hey, this is coming from this person, so I know it's true, you're giving up one of your superpowers as a human being. You're giving up your sovereignty. You're giving up your autonomy. You're placing this all on someone else. And, you know, it might seem easy. It might feel good. Yet, how good is it going to feel if you've been... Following some authority figure or some source of truth. And eventually you find yourself, you've lost a lot of money or you've lost your health, or maybe you've lost some important relationships because maybe they don't agree with that authority figure or that source of truth and they disagree with you. And it's all because you put all of your, basically, all of your decision making, all of your discernment into something outside of yourself. What today is about, it's about being your own source of truth, your truth, being your own truth detector. Because a lot of times when we're giving up our decision making ability to outside resources, it's in some ways you're saying to yourself, I don't trust myself. I trust someone else more than I trust myself. And it's not to say that it's, I mean, it's an absolutely great thing to take in more information, yet that information should go through the filter of your own perspectives, your own experience. And I would even say your own feelings about the subject. How do you be your own truth detector? Really, I've encapsulated, I've got one question that you can ask when it comes to just about any any topic that's of importance. And if it's not important, then it's just entertainment and don't put too much emotion on it anyway. But if it's something that's important that could have relevance to uh, your life, your health, your finances, your relationships, people you care about, the world you live in, then you might want to ask, based on all my senses and knowledge of the universe, does this information seem true, relevant, and useful to me? It should be an emphatic, fuck yeah, hell yeah, then that's something you want to you want to go with you want to take action on that information but if the answer is a no then it's time to keep looking find find better information or start to trust your intuition your your gut uh, cuz sometimes we discount how we might feel about something And i'm not talking about the, you know the knee jerk reactions that we often have when we're on social media where we're put into a state of fear or anger. I'm talking about you're quiet, you're calm, you're relaxed. And if you, if you don't remember that state, then I'm going to encourage you to, you know, join me on my Tuesday twenties where we relax, recharge, and reconnect with some guided relaxation practices, um, So definitely, you know, uh, follow me on YouTube and Facebook to catch that, because you should know what it feels like to be in a relaxed, calm state. And from this state, this is the state where you have all of your wisdom available, both intellectually and emotionally. And you want to use all of yourself when something is super duper important to you. You might get a gut feeling or just something in your intuition or a little little voice, and it's going to be softer that says, like, no, nah, that's not for me. And I would advise you to listen to that voice more because immediately after that voice comes, is going to be another voice, and that fucker is going to be loud. It's going to have a lot of words. It's going to have a lot of supporting facts that's going to tell you that you're, you should do something that you should be doing because that's the, that's the smart thing and you want to be smart and you want to do the right thing. And that voice, it's there to help you. It's always been there to help you, yet it doesn't necessarily know everything. There's other aspects of you that know things. True fact, even when it comes to me, I would encourage you to you know ask the same question of anything I say, that based on my senses, knowledge of the universe, does this information seem true? relevant, useful to me. What I'm going to say is uh, the number of neurons located outside of the brain, so this is located in the heart and the uh, intestinal tract surrounding areas, um, number significant enough to be about the equivalent of a mouse brain. You might be like, well, I'm a a human, who gives a shit about a mouse? A mouse is not a trivial amount of intelligence to it away. If you've ever had like a mouse or a rat get into maybe your car or your attic and you've needed to try to figure out how to keep them out or get them away, you've probably realized that they can be smarter than you would like. And so do you really want to discount that amount of intelligence that is literally in your gut area that is picking up information, picking up signals, picking up signs that your quote unquote thinking mind might not be totally aware of, yet there are ways to get into that intuition. Like I said, there's three parts at the end of that. Is it does it seem true? Cause it's okay if something, you know, seems totally true. Then the second two parts is is it relevant or is it useful to me? Cause um There's a lot of things where it's like, maybe that's true, but what good is it going to do you? Is it going to make you happy? Is it going to make you healthier? Is it going to make you more secure? So one example of this is I recently got back from uh, England, Uh, was there for a full week. Uh, Main purpose was to go to a meditation workshop with uh, Stargate and the Ascension One uh, organizations. Uh, they've done a collaboration like this uh, last year that I went to in Costa Rica in August. It was just an incredible incredible experience. So uh, that's why I, I was just like, oh, they're going to England, I'm going to England. And I had the opportunity to go visit, was going to go visit Stonehenge, but before Stonehenge went to a place uh, called the Stones of Avebury, which are, uh, the people into mysterious stones are even more powerful Than Stonehenge, supposedly. And so traditional uh, dating methods, I think, have dated these stones to around 4,500 years ago. And, you know, there's a little mysterious of, you know, how are they formed? How do they get there? Because some of these are massive, massive stones, and some of them look like they've definitely been carved. They've uh, had to be placed upright. Often there'll be a uh, a very small point that is shallowly into the ground. And then a massive, uh, I put a picture of one of these of me in social media. And so it's, you know, probably 10 feet tall, uh, six feet wide, actually probably eight feet wide and maybe three feet deep. So we're talking, you know, uh, I would say, I don't know, over 20 tons, uh, something ridiculous, something that a modern crane might have a challenge to move? Well, probably not true. I'm sure modern cranes would have, have no issues yet. If we're talking 4,500 years ago, we have no records of crane-type things like we have today. So how do, they, how do they get there? And there's theories, and some of them have to do with people, some of them have to do with maybe not people. Could some of that stuff be true to me? I like to stay open-minded since it's not discernible, and it seems like some of the traditional offers of how these were done seem a little bit far-fetched considering maybe the possible technology at the time. I go, okay, yeah, maybe there's something that's uh, unexplainable. Something else did it. I don't know. I really don't get too far into it because then I go to these next two questions. Is this relevant to me and is it useful? And the answer to those two parts is no. I just don't have any connection with these stones. uh, And since I don't have any connection, I don't get any feelings. I don't see there's no usefulness. Whether one side is true or not, it's not relevant. It's not useful. I'm moving on. So that's why I canceled my Stonehenge visit. So I was like, well, sure, these are some cool stones. But I just saw some cool stones. They really didn't do it for me. I don't believe I'm going to get any answers. And this just is not something for me at this time. So I move along. I don't need to go on any internet forums and debunk one side or the other. That's a waste of my energy, a waste of my time. And you're like, be going like, Justin, what does this have to do with anything? I don't really give a shit about stones. As giant or as large or whatever, I've got I've got real problems. I've got dietary issues. So let me bring this to something maybe a little bit more relevant, like diet. There's lots of authorities on, on diet. And if you start to dig into the history of recommended diets, you see that it's not often as uh, based on good quality science as we would like to believe. We often like to think that we're being told this because this is the optimal for for human health. I'm not going to get into too much. There's like so many documentaries and other people like Vinny Tordrich is fantastic, good podcast on kind of going over stuff like that. If you really start to, even just at a very simple, simple level, kind of go, you know, this is where maybe using your, your other senses, you can still go into a, a gym and get a personal trainer, they will tell you something like, all right, you know, nutrition's important. So we're going to want you to be eating, you know, six times a day. We want to fuel that fire. And we want to keep that metabolism going, you know, because your metabolism, it's just like a coal fire. And so we got to put a little fuel, put a little food into that. So it keeps you going, keeps you burning fat, and that's going to keep you feeling good. This is one of those where you don't need to have studied nutrition. And in fact, it's probably better that you haven't studied nutrition because there's uh, a lot of nutrition, uh, the history of like the School of Dietitians that was founded uh, with close relations to uh, Kellogg. Kellogg's and Kellogg's cereal. Um, there's some connections there. You don't need to have studied this to just consider a few things. At all times, have humans always had the ability to eat regularly every hour and a half, every couple hours throughout human history, even if you and I maybe don't even agree on how long human history is, right? No, there's been lots of times early on in human history where people would have needed to go for long periods of time without eating. Would it be good design, whether we're talking evolution or otherwise, for that design of the human to, if you don't have enough food in the system, the metabolism completely shuts down almost immediately and you don't have energy and you can't do things. Already there's a little bit of, to me, it's suspect that I have to be eating a lot of stuff nonstop to be able to uh, do work, to be able to do things, to be able to move things around and lift weights and whatnot. Like From a survival standpoint, there'd be a, a quite the benefit that if I was to maybe go a long period without eating, that maybe that would actually make me healthier and more energetic so that then I can get the food when there's the opportune time to get it. Might that not be more advantageous than this other system where I'm eating regularly? And if I'm eating regularly, that means I need to purchase large amounts of things and who benefits from that? Whereas going long amounts of time without eating Who benefits? Just you. And this is all stuff that you can try out, you can look up, you can find. I'm not trying to recommend one way of eating or another. I'm just saying, be open, open your mind up, and be your own truth detector. Ask yourself, based on everything I know about the universe, through my knowledge, through my senses, does this information seem true, relevant, and useful to me? And if it's a yes, yes, then absolutely go for it. Yet, I do want to caution that just because it's a yes for you, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a yes for everybody else. And also, if it's a no for you, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a no for everybody else. Because we are all individuals. Sometimes some things work for me, but not going to work for you. Might work for you, but might not work for somebody in your family. It's really important that we distinguish what's good for me versus maybe what might be good for other people or a large population of people. So I'm a big believer in statistics are important, yet when it comes to me, I'm going to choose where in the statistics I want to be. I'm going to set my intention that says that, oh, uh, if somebody comes down with this uh, condition, I just listened to a podcast with Jim Fortin where he's interviewing somebody who basically cured themselves of multiple sclerosis. Usually it's people get that. That's a lifelong. Here's your prescription for permanent disability. Good luck. Whatever. We're just going to try to ease the pain. So there's the statistics. And then there's where do you want to be? And this gentleman that was interviewed, he was like, nope, I'm going to get better. And he got better. Be your own truth detector because you are powerful you do have insights, you do have access to more information than you can possibly realize. And when you fully utilize all of you, you can then really create the world you want to create. Because you've already really been creating the world that you've already created. Just There's a good chance that you haven't been aware of the operating system that you've been running. And that's one of the things that I know you enjoy about listening to this show is ways to kind of like understand your current operating system and make the tweaks so that you can start to live the life that you as the owner of your system, of your human system that you want to live, that you want to have. Cause probably you, you're, you're sick. You might literally might be sick. You might be literally tired of living a life for other people. And so this really is about living a life for you. I'm here to assist you as much as I can, in any way I can. And if, again, if this stuff isn't relevant and it's not useful, or you don't find it true that's okay go find something that is. Go find something that is. I want to thank you so much for listening. It's great to be back from my trip. It was a great great trip. The eating could have uh, left a little bit to desired so I'm I'm actually in the middle of like a 10 day uh, sugar detox cleanse so that's been that's been interesting because just while traveling it's like sweets and you know fun food. So I continue to question and be open and try new things. This cleanse I'm doing, I've never done before. Yet I just was like, well, let's, let's try something out. Let me learn something about myself and see if it works for me or not. So far, so good. So hope things continue to be good for you and take care and keep finding ways to relax, recharge and reconnect and good day. Contact the show, email me at podcast at JustinWink.com. That's Justin W-E-N-C-K. And find me on social media, Wink PhD, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube. And if you want ways so that you can relax, recharge, and reconnect, find the Tuesday 20 every Tuesday at 12.05 p.m. Pacific. It's only 20 minutes. And it's going to get you relaxed, recharged, and reconnected. It's on YouTube and it's on Facebook. So looking forward to seeing you there.